Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. This is the PHP. Let's go. The Perez Hilton Podcast with Chris Booker. 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 And the one and only Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome to the PHP. A Booker. He's Perez. How are you? I am still recovering from last week. That was pretty intense. What's that? Are you, where's your head at? Brangelina? <laughs> and our podcast last week. <sighs> it's been an eventful week since then with like a whole bunch of more crap yeah. uh, out there in the media. I mean, it's really hard to decipher what's real from versus what's not real. Because like with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, so many people are talking anonymously and there's so many conflicting reports i mean i read the most ridiculous one recently that angelina jolie wanted to have an open marriage i'm like where did that come from like that's just so stupid why is it stupid it's feasible but i don't think that that would break up their marriage i think if angelina jolie told brad pitt she wanted to have an open marriage he'd be like hell yeah let's do this well that's just your opinion maybe he believes more in traditional marriage than she does uh, you don't I- know them you're just guessing you don't no. I know. I'm saying I didn't believe the open marriage thing. Well, I'm just saying it's not that far-fetched. Yes, it is. Far-fetched is like Angelina Jolie is leaving Brad Pitt for an alien. Now, that's far-fetched. The fact that these Hollywood celebrities want to bang other people, which I already assumed that they were. I'm going to go ahead and just say it, but I think that Angelina was probably banging somebody else, and Brad has probably been banging somebody else. They're Hollywood couples. I, I don't know why that would be shocking to anyone. Well, he's probably been banging somebody else. Maybe. Hey, that's sexist. Why can't she be banging somebody else? Well, because she's got six kids and traveling the world doing humanitarian (laughs) work. What does that have to do with anything? What, she can't get laid on the side? I mean, that makes no sense at all. She's busier. He's less busy. Get out of here. No, I'm serious. (laughs) He has more time. I'm not buying any of this. He has more time for... (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. It has nothing to do with gender. It has everything to do with time. Hmm. She doesn't have it. Anyways, (laughs) you're sidetracking me. What I was trying to get at was, for me, making the parallel to the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, the big game changer was when I saw that video that was leaked of Johnny Depp being very loud and drunk and possibly high and I think inappropriately aggressive. Mm -hmm. That really made me question everything and believe what she was saying. Now, there hasn't been that moment yet with the whole Brad Angelina thing. And you know what? Like, let me just stop right now and say, I don't want to talk about this too long because I really want to talk about what everybody else is talking about, which is the debates and the presidential election, because that's what everybody's talking about. Like, literally everybody's talking about it. So we will get to that. That's coming up. But first... Let me finish and we'll move on from Angelina. So I haven't had that moment yet where there's been like a a shift for me. Like, I still think that they're both probably wrong. Why does anyone have to be wrong? Because they both are. Like, nobody's perfect. That's my point. Maybe the marriage just didn't work anymore. Because the way that it blew up and became so public and nasty with her demanding full physical custody, like, clearly something's not right there. We've Hmm. established this. So, anywho, uh, my point is, I think that, you know, maybe he did not intentionally have an aggressive moment with Maddox, as that seems to be the case. But I also do think that it seems really impulsive on her end to have handled the divorce the way she did not to file for divorce that doesn't seem impulsive 
She, she probably was thinking about it for a while, but the way that she handled it and the latest reports that according to Us Weekly, I need to name check because take it for what it is. I think Us Weekly is pretty reputable. They claim that Angelina has blocked Brad's cell phone and isn't even accepting his text messages or phone calls. Hmm. Like That does not seem very mature to me, especially because they have six kids together. Yeah. So he might not have been behaving very maturely, but neither is she. Therefore, going back to what I'm saying, they're both wrong. I'm not going to assign blame because I don't know them. I don't know the facts. I don't believe anything that anybody writes. So there. All right. There really isn't that much else to say about Brad and Angelina. I mean, there's been so much to say, but I I don't know what's true and what's not true. I wish them well, and I hope that people leave Jennifer Aniston alone and out (laughs) of it. Well, that wasn't the only big split to happen over the last week. Also calling it quits, Naomi Watts and Liev Schreiber, after 11 years and two children together, have decided to separate. Hmm. But these two, and they're, listen, there's no right way or wrong way to separate, but at least from the outside, it looks like they're handling it well and that it was a very conscious uncoupling, as Gwyneth Paltrow put it. I mean, they were at the Toronto Film Festival together a few weeks ago. Their statement said, quote, over the past few months, we've come to the conclusion that the best way forward for us as a family is to separate as a couple. It is with great love, respect, and friendship in our hearts that we look forward to raising our children together and exploring this new phase of our relationship. I'm like, that could not have been written any better. Like, that's Mm -hmm. the kind of statement that Brad and Angelina should have put out because (laughs) then people won't be speculating, oh, somebody cheated, somebody has a drug problem, somebody's abusive, this, that, or the other. Those things might be true, but I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know the facts We don't know what's manipulated and what isn't either. I mean, maybe Angelina likes the headlines. Maybe she wasn't getting as much love as she used to, and it was bad for business. So there's that. Now let's move on to the debate. I guess you watched? Did you watch? Of course. The whole country watched. It was weird driving home last night and looking in everyone's window and seeing the same show on every window. It's kind of cool. Wait, you didn't watch it live? Oh, I did. I was listening on the radio on the way between work. It was on while I was leaving work, but I heard the whole thing. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, you missed a lot of it then because you didn't see it. Like, watching them was a good chunk of the fun like <laughs> yeah see- i just missed a little bit i missed 10 minutes you uh, know i mean yeah. i don't have a long drive home seeing his facial reactions <laughs> to her i like when he would cut her off and go, wrong wrong <laughs> what a dick <laughs> I, 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 had wrong. A, I had a drinking game going like uh, he did so many things repeatedly like interrupt her say wrong say believe me mention mexico and china a ton <laughs> I'm very Uh, proud of myself. I got to say, I was really nervous and anxious leading up to the debate because the polls had been neck and neck. And I thought that the bar was set so low for Donald Trump that all he had to do was, you know, (laughs) not insult her and he would have been considered a winner. But you know what? It, It really just reaffirms my belief in life you know like my big motto in life i've said this before is if you work really hard at something if you work harder than anybody else i do believe that hard work pays off and you could tell that hillary clinton prepared for the debate like she was overly prepared like literally i think she gave i say literally too much she gave like a note for note perfect Debate, Like, from the very beginning, when she set it all up, she she put into context what this means. She made it personal, talking about her granddaughter and her dad. And she set up a stark contrast, not just about political parties, but also about the kind of people that they are and how different she is from Donald Trump is. Like, he may be the outsider, but he's the silver spoon rich kid who got a, quote, small $14 million <laughs> loan from his dad to build his empire, which economics and financial folks, they say that if he had just put that money in some high interest 
thingy, imajibi. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not an economist. You're not an economist. Whatever it is, like a high yield mortgage. I don't freaking know. If he would have almost like done nothing with those fourteen million dollars, yeah. he could have been worth a lot more money today. <laughs> right. I think is what something like that along those lines. I don't know. Whatever. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I'm not spewing facts, but. But Donald Trump was spewing facts, and I think that was my favorite thing that happened. Like, so many of the facts that he said were wrong, and so many of the things he said he did or didn't do were wrong. (laughs) And you know what's so fun about live TV now? You could tweet the crap out of it. And the things that he said that were erroneous, Twitter would literally post the quotes or the audio of him saying the things that he said that he didn't say, which was just so fun to, you know, read along with. I never said that. Then you could pull the actual audio from Twitter. Like, yeah, you actually right there. That's your voice saying that you did say that or the tweet still being up like where he said that he claimed that he never said that women getting pregnant was an inconvenience for businesses. He did say that. (laughs) I mean, he he said that Hillary Clinton has been fighting ISIS her whole adult life. ISIS has only been around since the early 2000s. (laughs) I mean, but then here, having said all of that, I think Donald Trump is going to win. You still think he's going to win, huh? But I don't. I think it's going to be a landslide. No, I think he's going to win. And here's why. I think the media likes to keep this close. It's good for ratings. It's good to keep the numbers up. Les Moonves spoke on that a little bit. All these news channels love this. They need it to be close. They want everyone in fear of Donald Trump being the next president. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's I think it's going to be like 60-40. I don't think it's even going to be anywhere close. I know 60-40 sounds kind of close, but it really isn't that close. Well, let me tell you why I think he's going to win. And I really believe it. And it scares me because you would think that the Yeah, there's a lot of dumb people in this country. I'll admit it. (laughs) There's a lot of dumb people everywhere. There's a lot of smart people, too. But I I thought up until recently that the smart Republicans were not going to vote for Donald Trump. And then Ted Cruz last week came out and endorsed Donald Trump, which really surprised me. And the reasons that he listed, I read... And they were very compelling. And this is the argument that the smart... I'm not saying Ted Cruz is smart, by the way. (laughs) He might have had a lot of help writing his stuff. But the argument that the smart Republicans are going to make and that they will be able to justify voting for him is this is not about the next four years. This is about the next 40 years. Currently, the the Supreme Court sways or leans liberal and justice scalia died so that that position needs to be filled and the senate is refusing to hear any testimony to to swear in obama's pick so the next president will be appointing the next supreme court justice and possibly more than one therefore that's a really compelling argument to conservative people they're like this is a critical time for the next 40 years. If we, we've already had a Democrat in office for eight years, if there's another one, then the Supreme Court's going to be liberal for the next 40 years. If I'm a moderate Republican, like that argument is very powerful to me. And I'm not a moderate Republican. So I'm really, I'm really afraid. And, you know, they're, they're going to vote for him too because the rich people that are smart. They're like, yeah, you know, he's awful, but I'm going to get a ton of tax breaks. Like, I, you, can't, you can't count on the rich. I mean, you can't count on the smart people be, because they're smart, but they're also. Right. Whichever way the money leans is the way they're going. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is like the smart people should know that, yeah, you know, the Supreme Court will definitely be affected by whatever president is voted next. But I really believe this. If Donald Trump is elected president, we are going to go into a recession. The parallels between this presidential election and what happened in the UK with Brexit are stark and alarming. This is the shittiest podcast we've ever done, by the way. Really? I don't know what... so boring. 
Uh, well, I don't have that much. I mean, this is like twenty four seven on any news channel. You can hear this exact conversation. It's just boring. Well, that's what people are talking about. I, I'm, I'm, I like. They're to be not really... this in depth about it. I mean, here's the thing. All right, people well, aren't keep... talking about this. People still want to hear you talk about entertainment because that's what you do. The All problem right, well, is you're getting older and more mature, and the things that you care about are evolving. The people that, that are still younger, they come to us to get the the topics like Brad and Angelina. That's my opinion, anyhow. All I don't right. think we should be doing a whole show on politics, but. But, you know, well, I got your name ha- on the show. If you think that's where the people are, I'll well, follow your lead. But I'm bored to death. I don't have that much else to talk about. There isn't that much else that is in the news over the really? last. Well, you if you want to bring up topics, uh, you're more than welcome to. I'll, I'll bring up the. Oh, the, please. There's a, there's a bunch of things that happen. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I have my I mean, I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. Uh, I have my notes and I'll get to the rest of them. But I don't have that much else that I thought was interesting enough to talk about. I mean, we could talk about bullshit like fucking Brody Jenner and fucking... <laughs> what did Brody Kylie Jenner K- do? Come on, I want to hear what Kylie Brody Jenner did. <laughs> well, he... First, two things. First, he upset a lot of people by posting a photo of him and another white dude and a dog with the caption All Lives Matter, which is really tone deaf. I mean, if you're a person who is still using All Lives yeah. Matter, yeah. you need to listen, listen to... Other people, when they explain to you why saying all lives matter is hurtful and it may not be overtly racist, but it has implicit bias, something that Hillary Clinton was talking about at the debate, Mm -hmm. Uh, because, (laughs) you know, it is a fact. The statistics prove black men in America are treated differently by police. True, they're targeted. And racism exists. Yeah. Not just treated differently by police, but also treated differently by the judicial system. So all lives don't matter until black lives matter. Mm. And saying all lives matter is dismissive of black Americans and the struggle that they face on the daily in America. Mm -hmm. So he posted that. And a lot of people felt very hurt and upset and had very strong opinions about that. But who cares about Brody Jenner? (laughs) It's still an entertainment story. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get too far away from what we are. We're a show about entertainment. Yeah, but hello, the the debate is the the biggest form of entertainment. Like, that that was watched more than the Super Bowl. But here's the thing. Would you dice up the Super Bowl the day after the Super Bowl? Outside of the halftime show, would you want me to sit and talk about, wow, what a game. The third quarter, the prevent defense they went into in the fourth quarter. You'd lose your mind with boredom because you would say, I didn't come here for that. It's a big pop culture thing. I'm just, I don't know. I'm wondering how much we should be talking about this. All right. Well, I don't have that much else to talk about. <laughs> yes, you do. No. You still do entertainment reports in the morning. You could talk about that pitcher, Jose Fernandez. That doesn't seem that, like, interest. Like, what are we going to say about that? That's sad. He died. Tragic. What would you say about it? What would you, as a Cuban, what would you say about it? I, I can think of a lot of things that you would say about a Cuban no, defecting the United like, States being a lightning rod for a professional Listen, sport. <laughs> I know what I'm doing when it comes to this podcast. I try to pick topics that we could have strong opinions on. And I mean, every once in a while, like, you know, sort of I did it. You know, I mentioned Liev Schreiber and Naomi Watts, but there's not like an opportunity there to sink your teeth into that and have a right. strong take on it. You know, it's not like scandalous. There's nothing crazy. I mean, Whatever, I'll get to the other things I had planned on. <laughs> Since I did bring up Brody Jenner and I wasn't even planning on it, like, because um, who cares? I mean, honestly, and actually, I do find that interesting. But for I, us, it's kind of like let's go back one year ago from today. I would I would be yelling, "Who cares?" But. I had a flood of people say, well, that's why they no, listen, no, no, because no, no. they do care about this kind of crap. No, but they don't care about Brody Jenner. Well, OK, I agree with you there. I don't think anybody cares about Brody Jenner. I was going to say that, which before <laughs> before you interrupted me, Donald Trumpish, it is interesting <laughs> that people don't care about Brody Jenner. Why would they? Well, because they care about his siblings or his former his step siblings and they care about Caitlyn Jenner. To an extent. Yeah. I think that it's like, you know, some people have their 15 minutes and his is, his are clearly up. 
So, yeah, well, he has had a rough week with the whole Black Lives Matter drama. And then also there was this video of him that went viral where he got into an altercation at a hotel because he was being a douchebag and they kicked him (laughs) out and he was screaming profanities at them and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) That happened. Rob Kardashian tweeted out his sister's phone number. Yeah. What was that all about? You see, that's the kind of shit I talk about on the daily, you know, oh, on the daily report that I give on AMP Radio, I'll mention... This is a worldwide show we're doing. I mean, there's so many more people that listen to this podcast. But the thing is, is with the daily, it's like more just like quick news. Like, this is the news. Quick, quick, quick. Let's move on. This happened, that happened, that happened. We've always done that. But usually, it's more substantial stuff. Like, I I really don't try to do those quick (laughs) newsy ones. Or at least there's substantial things to me. Like, oh my god, can you believe this happened? Or, oh, what do you think about the new Gaga song or what is she doing wrong? Yeah, What's I love like, all that stuff. That's great. Well, what's I don't see an angle or an entry point to that in Rob Kardashian linking his sister's phone number. Who cares? Yeah, but why did it start? Why are they beefing? I do want to know that. Because the family wanted to throw him a baby shower and they didn't want to invite or they weren't planning to invite Black China, his baby mama. So they were going to have a baby shower, but not invite the mother of, of the baby. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So he tweeted out their phone numbers? Her, Kylie's phone number. I think Kylie was the one that was planning it. But that that doesn't seem that bad to me because Black China's family and friends should have thrown her a baby shower and his family wanted to throw him one. So I don't see anything wrong with that. And I think him leaking his sister's phone number is just so petty and I'd be so livid and pissed. What a pain in the ass to have to change your number to the world. Seriously, I would be so pissed. Yeah. I would not talk to him for months. <laughs> Eventually, I would I would get over it, but like if I'm Kylie Jenner, like I would want like a new car. <laughs> <laughs> he can't afford it. He can afford it. His you mom, think? yeah, his mom's set them all up, man. Mm. They've they've they are set for life. They don't They got money for ages, huh? Till they're dead. Hmm. Basically. Anyways, um, there's that. This whole Will and Grace thing was fun if you didn't watch it. Oh, yeah. That's coming back, right? No, no, no. They just did a 10-minute mini episode. really? I saw a headline and I took it for that. The show is coming back. There was some confusion. but ah, crap. <laughs> I loved Will and Grace. It was such a fun show. Megan Mullally's the best. I'm surprised by that. What's your favorite episode? I don't really have favorite episodes. <laughs> I really don't. I, mean, I really can't. They're all kind of the same. I know my favorite. You have a favorite episode of yeah, of Will course. and Grace. Okay. Duh. I mean, like, I don't even know my favorite Friends episode. I can't even. I, I know my favorite Friends episode too. You clearly didn't really watch those shows. This I watched is... all of them. I just don't really retain that stuff. I watch it, and it's kind of garbage in, garbage out to me. This is back in the '90s when I used to watch TV. I would say my favorite Will and Grace episode was. Maybe the share episode. I would say mm-hmm. the share episode. Okay. And then my favorite friends episode was definitely the Thanksgiving episode with Brad Pitt. Cause also <laughs> I, I remember mean, that. Yeah. That was like, that had so many things that had flashbacks that had, I think that one had Brad Pitt. I think he was fat in it. Right. Like in, in the flashback, he was fat. Like it had flashbacks. It had costumes. It had Brad Pitt <laughs> when he and Jennifer Aniston were like at the height of Brad and Jen mania. Uh-huh. Uh, so it gave me a little bit of everything. Thing. I mean, mine is probably, we've talked about it on the show, the we're on a break. I just love that one because it's so real. Like, we were on a break! But I don't know if that's my favorite episode. I mean, if I had to kind of string them all together, if I could look at all of them and go, oh yeah, that one, but I don't have a favorite. I don't think I have a favorite episode of any of my favorite shows. Anyways, I love that. That is up on my website if you haven't seen it yet. Um, also, Kim, you see, the crazy thing is, it's a lot of the news stuff is also about the election. Katy Perry released. Uh, that's fine. I, I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about the election, but you are diving so deep into politics. I was interested in it. I'm interested in it. I, I'm only questioning. You totally killed the momentum of this podcast, by the way. I'm sorry, but I've got to be the voice of reason with you because you are diarrhea of the mouth, man. And you will go on and on and on about things that sometimes aren't that interesting. And I have got to kind of steer the ship a little bit. Kind of felt that you were getting a little deep. Well, most people are interested in this stuff. Hello, If you go on Twitter right now... Perez, I'm not saying people aren't interested in it. I'm just saying... 
they maybe don't come here for that. They come here for what's trending, what people are talking. I've said this from day one. Our podcast is about what people are talking about. That's and fine. Everybody is still talking about the election on day whatever it is and the, the day after the debate. Like it's still top of mind for everybody. Like everybody at the gym this morning was talking about it. I overheard everybody's conversations. Like six out of the ten trending topics right now on Twitter are about the election. But I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. But my point is you were delving so deep into the minutia of politics. What was too deep? I'm not even an expert. I wasn't delving that deep. Well, your facts were off, number what one. Facts, what, what, fact, what fact of mine was off? The one that you said was off said, don't quote me on that. I don't have the facts. Well, yeah, that I, one. Well, yeah, but I said that. I said that. I didn't claim it to be a okay, fact. Okay, that's my only point. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, anyways, what else? <laughs> Let's take a break so you can collect yourself. It's the PHP. The PHP. Well, our break isn't really a break. It's still part of the show. <laughs> so right. I want to tell you guys about Sunbasket. I'm so thankful that they've been a sponsor of ours because I really love Sunbasket. They are such an easy way to eat healthier and save yourself time. They're a home delivery meal program with really, really yummy food. I'm talking about green curry shrimp with pan-seared bok choy. Mm, I haven't had that yet. Coriander crusted tuna niçois. Oh, I've had that salad twice now. Mm. And you make it, by the way. It doesn't come delivered like food and you just put it in the microwave or cook it. You get the ingredients and you and you make it. And it gives you step-by-step instructions on how well, to know, do so. I, I wouldn't even call it making. You, you, you prepare it. There are ingredients and you've got to turn yeah, your stove on. but you don't have to make anything from scratch is what I'm saying. So it's more like assembling and putting it together and preparing it. You Listen, to- I like to think as my, myself as a cook, Perez, and I feel that I am a master chef when I'm putting these meals together because I... But they also have pasta. You can eat pasta and you don't have to make the pasta. That's true. There's a cauliflower pasta. I mean, my girlfriend just loved it. It was like her favorite. She's like, I'm making this on my own. It's Mm. so good. Mm. I love Sunbasket. Get on it. Go to sunbasket.com slash Perez to find out more information and to redeem a special offer. Go to sunbasket.com slash Perez. The PHP. All right, we have one more sponsor to give a shout out to before we wrap up the show with your calls. I got to give a huge thank you to Trouble with Mistletoe. It's a new book out now. If you are a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey, ladies, then you're going to love this new book out now called The Trouble with Mistletoe. I guarantee it. A Heartbreaker Bay novel from New York Times bestselling author Jill Shalvis. Available wherever books are sold. And now a passage from The Trouble with Mistletoe. You want to come upstairs, Willa? What she wanted was to put her hands back on his chest now that she knew it was as hard as it looked. Oh, my God. Instead, she gripped either side of her seat with white knuckles. Of course not. I think you do. I think you want something else, too. What I want, she said, as coolly as she could, is dinner, as promised. Liar! He chided softly. Well, that's just rude, calling your date a liar. So, it's a date? His tone was very male and very smug. It should have pissed her off, but instead it did something hot and erotic to her insides. Clearly knowing it, he smiled at her and then dragged his teeth over his lower lip as he contemplated her. Ooh, I'm all hot and bothered. The Trouble with Mistletoe, out now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The PHP, the Perez Hilton Podcast. You ready to rock? You want to get back? Yes. All right. All right, we're back. You want to talk about the Kardashians? Oh, well, yeah, I mean... Not really. There really isn't much to say. There was that whole Kim Kardashian drama about Kim Kardashian saying she was on the fence about who she was going to vote for, but then she's since clarified and claims that 
She is going to vote for Hillary Clinton. She's just playing everybody. She put that tweet out there. She knew everybody would talk about her possibly voting for Trump. She wins once again. And then she clarified and she got another news cycle out of it. The girl is so smart when it comes to social media. She knows to put dumb shit out there because then people will will go, look at this dumb shit. And that's what she wants. And then she could even go back and say, oh, that wasn't what I meant. I'm voting for Hillary. You know, and then she gets another news cycle out of it. She's good at this, man. Really oh, good. I've said this before. You have, yeah. but I, I guess I didn't really understand the game that was going on because I didn't pay attention to anything that she'd said. Like if somebody said Kim Kardashian said, my mind would instantly turn off or I would turn off whatever I was watching. I didn't understand the uh, methods to her uh, her madness, the game, if you will. But man, she could play the game at a level that's like chess. Yeah, I mean, I've said this repeatedly. One of the reasons why the Kardashians are still super famous is because they feed the machine. And mm-hmm. there's so many of them. You know, there comes a point when people stop feeding the machine, like Britney Spears or Madonna or Brad and Angelina. I mean, mm-hmm. before their split, Brad and Angelina were relatively, quote, boring mm-hmm. and, you know, out of the news cycle on the regular, except, you know, every once in a while, like they go to an award show or she would do humanitarian work or they'd have a new movie out to promote something like that. But it's not like an every day. This is the latest on the freaking Kardashians situation. So does the fact that Brad and Angelina, that they weren't talked about as much, does that drop their value? No, they're still insanely famous. Okay. It's like Madonna. Like Madonna hasn't had a hit in forever, but she's still Madonna. Mm-hmm. For business, for box office, for movies, do you think that because of the fact that they're not talked about as much as they used to be? No, no. Here's the perfect example. Okay. People, people don't talk about Tom Hanks, but he's one of the biggest movie stars still on the planet. Mm-hmm. Sully, he was never really, but he was only known for being an actor. He wasn't really known for his antics off screen. You know what I mean? Like Brad and Angelina were kind of a a whole other thing. I mean, divorces and blood, like everything that you said last week, the the craziness uh, between the two and the relationship. But Tom Hanks is just kind of known as being a great actor and that's it. Does this divorce hurt or help Angelina and Brad in the long run, in the long play? Does it make them more of movie stars because we're talking about them again? And is there a Hollywood... studio that's saying, hey, look, they're more hot than they were two years ago, per se. Well, they've still been hot. I mean, like the last big Angelina movie I remember came out a year or two years ago, the Maleficent movie, and that was a huge hit. Yeah. And she was, quote, not hot then, but she was hot. She's still a movie star and they're making a sequel to Maleficent. Like, I don't think the divorce is going to hurt her or help her in any way. It's Mm. not like a Johnny Depp situation where I think his divorce hurt him. His whole behavior, even during the marriage, before the marriage, essentially being a pirate now and just being so, you know what I mean? Like he dresses like a pirate in regular life now. And that whole thing, when he would go on and do a talk show, it's sort of off-putting. It wasn't what you'd expect out of a Johnny Depp good-looking movie star. You know what I mean? Like he kind of jumped the shark a little bit when it comes to the perception of Johnny Depp being the chocolate Johnny Depp, if you will, the good-looking guy. I, I guess I see what you're saying. I just wonder if Brad Pitt today is a hotter commodity than he was yesterday or Angelina Jolie. I think it's neutral. I don't think he's hotter. I don't think he's less hot. They're just that big. It didn't really matter. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, there's still Brad Pitt and there's still Angelina Jolie. So, yeah, that Kim Kardashian thing and there's this Katy Perry video. Who cares? I mean, whatever. It's like, I know. (laughs) See, I I care. What Katy Perry video? (laughs) Well, I think that the podcast needs to be more than just like the daily news. Uh, There's a Katy Perry funnier die video where she sort of gets naked, but not really. Ooh, I got to see that. There's not much to say. This was interesting. I definitely wanted to talk about this. I had this on my list, but the flow of things has been totally ruined by Booker. Why is it ruined? Because I said that uh, I don't even, I don't know. I don't, what am I supposed to say? Not what I think. Well, you just, you could have said what you thought or just, I don't know. I I did say what I thought. 
thought. I said exactly what I thought. I well, said, man, we're getting wrong. really deep into the minutia of, well, I thought of it was very politics here. I think it's very interesting when you talk about people were talking about it on the gym, at the gym or if we talk about specific moments or whatever. But we really were getting pretty deep into politics there. And what's wrong with that? Everybody should be as invested in this as I am. Everyone should be a lot of things, but they're not. I'm just saying maybe we shouldn't be what we're not. What does that mean? You're Perez Hilton. You're the entertainment reporter. I'm not saying that that isn't part of entertainment, Hillary and Trump, because it's what everybody's talking about. He's a reality TV star. Well, (laughs) he's also running for president of the United States, which he may be President Trump. All I'm saying is we were getting a little deep into politics. If we grazed upon the baseball player that died, I get it. We don't have to go into his stats, and I don't have to tell you why he's going to win the Cy Young this year, because that's not what we do. That's kind of my only point. Like, I kind of thought we were getting a little deep there. But what's wrong with that? It's not what people come here for. People come here for us, not for, like, any one particular thing. Gosh, you have such low self-esteem. No, I don't. I think the stories are the stake. No, we are the steak. You think we're the steak? Well, yes. you may be the steak. I am not the steak. Well, I'm straight up the steak and potatoes. <laughs> the stories oh, are... Now I'm hungry. Yeah, the stories are the steak and potatoes, but I'm the fire. People come for the fire. <laughs> I am. The, I don't disagree with that. I am what cooks the steak and potatoes, okay? Because <laughs> you could have another show serving steak and potatoes, but it's thoroughly undercooked, okay? It's a perfect analogy. You're it right. It is perfect. But it's the good. problem is, here's my point. They walked into the restaurant for steak and potatoes, and you were giving them beef stew. No, I was giving them steak and potatoes. No, 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 no. Steak and potatoes is the Kardashians. Not this week. Everybody's talking about the freaking debate. I agree with you. And if we want to talk about the debate, that's good. But we were not talking about the debate. We were really, you were delving into really political conversations on this podcast. When you you totally (laughs) threw me off track. I totally wanted to talk about the Miss Piggy comment and all that stuff. Let's talk about that. No, that's great. I want to talk about that. I had that on my list, but you cut me short. I did not cut you short. I just said what you were specifically talking about at that moment was going a little deep inside of politics. What the hell like, was I talking about? You don't even remember I don't know, now. but you're boring me Jesus. to death. That's all I'm saying. You get bored easily. No, I don't. Yes, you I do. do not. I do not. There's I never so, fall yes, asleep on this show. You ever. get bored easily. There's so many times you're like, oh, this is boring to me. But it's very interesting <laughs> to the people that listen. Ah. Uh, Whatever. I don't even want to talk about Trump anymore. Let's talk about Ariana Grande, and then we'll call, take calls. Oh, I don't want to talk about her. No, I'm kidding. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take calls. No, I do want to talk about her. What story did you have? Well, there's two stories. One is after like an eight-month break, she has decided to go back and work with Scooter Braun after previously firing her. What was the reasoning? For uh, many reasons. Like, if I were Scooter Braun, I don't know if I would have taken her back. Why? Because she fired him. I wish we knew the reasoning behind the firing. Was it all Justin Bieber related? Because remember, there was a whole Twitter exchange between those two. He doesn't need the money. So look, he's in the business of managing stars. She's a star. So of course he has to take her back. I mean, he does not have to take her back. Look, stars are nuts. And he he probably knows it more than anybody else. Like, look, she's off of her rocker, but she's still a star. And she does need management. And I know what I'm doing with her. Maybe it took her a minute to realize that, too. Well, they are not in the best shape because they just they just announced her tour. Well, they didn't just announce it. Tickets actually just went on sale. It was announced a while ago, and tickets just went on sale, and it has not been selling that well. And what's interesting is that you know now, thanks to technology, you can go to Ticketmaster.com, and you can see all the empty seats in an arena. You can see mm-hmm. all the seats still available to purchase, and you can pick out of all of those where you want your seat. The tour is not doing that well. I think the main problem is... She is just priced this so high. Really? Like Ariana, like the floor seats are like several hundred dollars. Come on, really? Let me go to Ticketmaster.com right now. So, you know, here's another thing. You look it up and I'll say this. Her show in L.A. and I'm just speaking for L.A. and I assume other markets are the same. Her show in Los Angeles isn't until March. It's September. That's a long time away. Who knows if I'm going to be interested in her then, if she's going to have hit songs that I want. I mean, 
totally missing the moment. Like, I don't think she's that big where we could plan six months from now that I want to see Ariana Grande. You know, Adele's tickets went on sale even longer in advance. Well, she's Adele. I mean, it's almost unfair to compare anyone. Oh my to God, Adele. this is insane. The oh my God, this is insane. Oh my really? God, this is insane. The ticket. Okay, so she's got a stage, and then she's got a catwalk, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So tickets next to the catwalk which is bizarre that on one side they're more than the other but <laughs> section D next to the catwalk $835 a ticket Get at the forum I am, I'm not making this up I'm, I'm on ticketmaster.com right now wow section B right next to the catwalk on the other side $715 does that does this include like a backstage or something like you get a meet and greet as well is it that kind let's of seat let's see let me see what it says $800 yeah it has yeah they all come with a VIP Okay. Experience. Okay. So it's a meet and greet. It's a, hey, how are you? And a picture. Uh, let's see if it comes with a picture. It includes one premium reserve ticket, uh, sound check, dance party, hosted by Ariana Grande. Inclu- I'll, I'll read it out loud. It includes one premium reserved <laughs> ticket in the first 15 rows, sound check, dance party, hosted by Ariana Grande's dancers, Q&A with Ariana, invitation to the honeymoon in lounge, including Viva Glam styling booth, featuring Matt cosmetic samples, interactive photo booth with and sweet like candy bar, one exclusive VIP wow. merch bag designed by Ariana, membership to Ariana's <laughs> official backstage hub, one wearable 3D commemorative laminative early <laughs> merchandise shopping experience, and on-site host. So that does not include a photo. Actually, wait, this is bizarre. No, oh, wait, no, tickets are only $500. Oh, oh, only $500. Jeez. It, it's bizarre because when you click on the big block it said a more expensive thing but then when i click and i actually am looking at the seats maybe that was the average i don't know typically you put it over the section it'll show you the most expensive seat in that section the oh, closest that's that you exactly get. yeah that's what it is there we yeah. go so so tickets range from 499 dollars. <laughs> that's the cheapest one i've seen to 599 yeah 499 to 599 are the premium floor seats with the vip experience but you don't even get a photo with her. Wow. What There's a money no grab. Photo. Jeez. Oh, but even the, the cheap seats aren't that cheap. And by the way, there's two shows in Los Angeles. They're doing two. They, they think that they could sell two of those out. Let me look at. Good luck with that. Let's see how much this is. So, you know, the first ring around at the bottom of the arena. Mm-hmm. Those tickets are one hundred and twenty nine dollars. But that's real expensive for Ariana Grande. <laughs> well, I mean, not if you're a fan. If you're a fan, you'll pay, you know, you'll pay a hundred bucks to go to a show. A hundred and thirty, but but that's before all the taxes well, that's and everything. Parking. That's before you get a drink. That's before you get a T-shirt. I mean, that's a that's a two hundred fifty dollar per person. A Ariana night Grande right is not worth that much. If you're a fan, maybe, but that's why it's not selling well. Even for fans, it's not worth that much. She overpriced the fuck out of this tour. I just don't know how they could plan six months out. That's the only thing I don't get. She could be completely irrelevant six months from now. The album could be completely over six months from now. Uh, the album's over now. <laughs> yeah, you, you're probably right. I mean, who knows? Maybe a hit could sneak out of it. I like the Side to Side song. I really do. It's really oh. grown on me. I don't think it's a hit, but it's grown on me. It's not a hit. I mean, there's a lot of songs and bands out that aren't hits that I like. Like the 1975, who gave you a shout out in uh, Rolling Stone magazine this week, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, they are an overhyped band. They're not bad. (laughs) I'm not saying they're bad whatsoever, but I don't think they're like that amazing. Their sound is very generic. Like it's a very early... To me, not early. It's a, I mean, I, I know my music. They're very 80s-esque to me. They're, they're, not, they're a mesh between NXS. They're not 80s. They're, they're very more, 80s. I mean, they're no, so they're 80s, not, it's ridiculous. They're not 80s. They're mid-2000s. No way. UK, which sounds 80s, but the 80s mm. sound is very different. It's more, it's like 2006, 2007 mm. UK sound. Mm. Like I Brit- would say they're very 80s all day is what I would say. Nah, whatever. They're just okay. They're awesome. They're my favorite band, and I can't wait to see them at the forum. They're, what makes them your... They're playing at the forum? Mm-hmm. They're headlining? Yeah, yeah, of course. Really? 
Come on, they're the 1975. They're selling out arenas? I don't know. I honestly don't know about that one. This is their biggest tour to date. They played the Palladium three nights. Those sold out in two well, seconds. Well, yeah, that's and- not a big venue. No. 3,000 seaters for a band that really hasn't had a hit is pretty good. I like that one, uh, the sound song. That's you like the song. sound. I'm shocked by that. That's their best song. Chocolate's their best song ever. No, I listened to that. That's like whatevs. Anyways, let's take some calls. And by the way, you didn't mention being on the Howard Stern show either. Oh my God. I should, I I forgot. Well, that happened such a long time ago. It happened on Monday. It happened last Wednesday. Oh, fine. (laughs) Okay. Six days ago it happened. That's a long time in the world of pop culture. Well, here's what happened. So... Perez was crying about Angelina and Brad breaking up, and he put out a video, and I was emailing Howard about something, and I said, oh, you've got to watch this video of Perez crying. So I sent him the link to the Facebook video, which for whatever reason didn't work. I don't know if you took it down, but he couldn't open it up. Oh, it's because you probably sent him the link to the video that I posted on my personal page, which is not is that public. What the problem? So that's yes. that's what happened. But the video was also up on my on my public page. I didn't think it was going to be a thing that he couldn't see. So then he's pissed off. He can't see it. Then he hits me back and he's like, "I can't see the video, dummy." And I'm like, "All right." So I say it's on my Twitter. It's the first link on my Twitter. So he goes to my Twitter. He probably gets his team to do it. He didn't actually get the video of you crying. He got the audio from our podcast where you start the show i'm devastated all right (laughs) you're boring me get to the good stuff (laughs) well he ripped on perez pretty good for crying and I don't know. It's pretty good. It's fine. I don't say. I wouldn't say he ripped on me. Oh, he, he ripped on you. <laughs> Howard loves me. Shut it. I love Howard. It's- we got five minutes of our podcast on the Howard Stern. I know show. that was huge. more than five minutes. I think like almost six minutes. Really? It was that long, or maybe five minutes. Whatever. It was a long time. Like, but you got your credit for creating Brangelina. Yes. Yeah. Because of me, I would like to thank you. I thanked you already. Okay. Privately. I don't remember that private thank you. I'm going to go through my uh, phone right now and look for that. I did. Absolutely. I, I, I don't think you thanked me. I think I you thought think... it was cool. And I wasn't looking no. for a thank oh, you. God. I only want a public. By the way, if you're going to thank me, I only want it to be done publicly. I don't I, want it privately I, done. I have an exceptional memory. <laughs> um, let's see. Let me go back. Rad. Uh, no, wait, wait. Uh, are we going to go through texts or are we going to go through No, emails? I'm looking the texts. Hold on. Uh, that's awful. huge that's huge great work oh i, I said i said i said great work exclamation oh, so you marks. didn't thank me okay well great work is like that's awesome i just wanted our audience to hear that that's how all. could that be misconstrued as anything but thanking you i'm not misconstruing anything all right let's take some calls oh, hey Paris. Um, my name is felix and i've been following your career for about maybe since you started and me being a latino as well I'm very proud, and what can I say? You are a great person um, for the LGBTQ community, but also for the Latin people as well, and I appreciate it. Um, And uh, we're both the same age as well, and also um, I appreciate what you do. However, I lost all respect, all of it from you tonight. Like, really? You are crying because these two rich people died, not even died, because their relationship died. When, I mean, it's like, I never even saw you crying for the uh, Orlando shooting when you were talking about it. But yet you're crying over this? Really? Like, you remind me of the guy from the Britney Spears thing. Please leave me alone. Like, that sounds like you. You're embarrassing now. This is the longest. What's the question? Oh, and I go on your web. I don't know. It cut him off. I don't even know how long you have to talk to be cut off. I assume it's like two minutes or oh, something. Oh, cut him My off? God, yeah. That, I, he, he was still talking. When did he send the question? Because he clearly did not listen to our podcast last week. He would have understood why. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's lost all respect for you, Perez. <laughs> all respect. All that LGBT, all that respect. I like that, you know, the best part, you know what the best part is? When he goes, you didn't even cry for the people I in I did cry, by the way. I cried repeatedly. <laughs> I cried on this fucking podcast. I made a video crying on that too, bitch. Ho, come at me with facts. <laughs> Hey Perez, hey Booker, this is Cherie. Hope you guys are doing well. I love your podcast. I just listened to your recent one about the situation with Brangelina, but the comment that I am going to make is referring to your comment, Booker, about the tragedy with the black man that got shot in Oklahoma. And you made a comment saying that the country thinks that we've gotten past racism. I don't believe that a lot of people think that. I don't think you should think that. I think you think that we've gotten past it, but if you ask a black person or even a person of color if we've got past it, I don't think they would agree. Racism still exists. It has existed. You just don't see lynches around the country anymore, but then you're seeing unarmed individuals getting shot down. So think really long and hard about if you really have an idea as to what the nation or the country is really thinking. I love your podcast. I hope you guys respond to my message. Keep up the good work, guys. My response would be, I don't think you listened very clearly to what I said, because I in no way said that racism was over in this country. I said that the misconception was that people may have thought things were a lot better than they used to be when the reality is that they're not. I have never said that I thought it was over. So please don't call and say you should choose your words carefully. You should listen more carefully would be my response to you. Here's another call. Yeah. Hi, Perez. Your opinion on who should win album of the year, Beyonce, uh, Rihanna, or Adele? What is your favorite? What do you think should win album of the year, the Grammy? Thank you. Of those ones, I would say Adele. Yeah, I don't even think it's a competition. Hi, President Booker. This is Kathy from Minneapolis. And this is more of a question for Booker, but I was wondering, what do you think about Nick being the next bachelor? I know that Luke was um, a front runner, and I would have loved to see Luke as a bachelor, but I heard he was quick last minute, and they put Nick in his place. Um, I just want to know your thoughts. I look forward to your podcast every week. Thanks. Bye. I hate it. There are my thoughts. I can't stand the guy. He's smarmy. He's been on four shows already. He's made out with half of North America already. No one's going to really be rooting for this guy. I think it's a terrible idea, and it makes Juan Pablo look like the greatest bachelor ever using this slimy guy. So, no, I hate it, and yes, I will watch. (laughs) Uh, And I don't watch that shit show. Yeah, of course not. You have taste. horrible TV. I don't even know why I watch it. Hey, Perez. Hey, Booker. This is Jill from Philly. I just had a comment more than a question. I wanted to agree with Booker on the Ryan Lofty drama. I have to say that he did represent America because he's wearing the USA colors. He's going to Rio and representing the USA. So he did make America look bad along with himself. Love the podcast. Bye. Of course I'm right. I'm brilliant. <laughs> Let's wrap up the show. Well, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Call us. We're at 800-721-1185. That's 800-721-1185. Tell your friends about us. Uh, follow us on social media and all that jazz. And have a great week. We'll see you next week.